The intro music to this program is also one of my songs called Now or Never. It's about following your dreams and not waiting for perfect conditions before taking action. You can hear it and download it for free on my music website at rj-music.com. Introduction You can only become truly accomplished at something you love. Don't make money your goal. Instead, pursue the things you love doing, and then do them so well that people can't take their eyes off of you. Maya Angelou Hello everybody, namaste. My name is Rajesh Chyotishi, and welcome to The Money Talk, Retirement and Estate Planning for Indian Americans. Just to give you a little background about myself, I have been in the insurance and financial services industry for over 25 years. I was one of the co-owners and publishers of a magazine called Cubber, which means news or what's happening. Cubber has served the Indian American community in Georgia for over 24 years. I sold my shares of Cubber to my business partners in 2013, but I continue to host the Money Wise section in the magazine. As a lifelong student and learner, I guess you could say I've done a lot of interesting things. In addition to my financial services business and the magazine, when I was much younger, I was also a rock musician. Yes, I even recorded my own CD of songs that I've written through the years called Carpe Diem, which means to seize the day in Latin. Carpe Diem is available on iTunes, Amazon, and many other online retailers. But I would like to offer it to you as a free gift that you're welcome to download from my music website at rj-music.com, where you can also read my story and read the lyrics to my songs. And as someone once said, my songs will tell you much more about me than I ever will. Speaking of Carpe Diem, I'm going to share bits and pieces of my music throughout this book in between the chapters. Hey, it's my book, but you know what? I think you're going to like it. I also love motivational and inspirational stuff. Over the last 30 years, I have probably gone through over a thousand nonfiction books on motivation, spirituality, business, and what makes us tick in the way that we do. I wanted to write this book to commemorate my 25 years in the financial services industry. And for my first book, I wanted to write specifically for the Indian American community in the United States. For the last quarter of a century, I have had the honor and privilege of serving the Indian American community in Georgia and surrounding areas, not only for their insurance, investments, financial planning, and employee benefit needs, but also through our magazine, Cubber. Cubber is the largest print publication in Georgia and the surrounding areas for Indian Americans and South Asians, with a readership of about 90,000. You can find out more about Cubber at Cubber.com, which is K-H-A-B-A-R.com, where you can also subscribe to a free digital edition. Our community has done quite well for itself. Wouldn't you agree? According to the 2015 U.S. Census Report, Indian Americans are among the most affluent minority communities in the United States. The median income for the Indian American household is $101,591. When we compare that to the median income in the United States of $55,775, the difference is quite impressive. 
The 2015 census also showed that there are an estimated 3.18 million Indian Americans in the United States, making our community the third largest Asian American group, following Chinese Americans at 4 million and Filipino Americans at 3.42 million. If you look at all the different sectors of our economy, we find Indian Americans thriving in many areas, including the hospitality industry, healthcare, small businesses, internet and software services, as well as many other professions. Some of the CEOs of top U.S. companies are Indian, such as Sundar Pichai of Google, Satya Nadella of Microsoft, and Indra Nui of PepsiCo, just to name a few. Our current Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, is Indian American, and interestingly, according to thespellingbee.com, all the National Spelling Bee champions from 2008 to 2016 have been Indian Americans. We are also seeing more people of Indian descent in the entertainment and media fields. Actors like Kunal Nair of The Big Bang Theory, Priyanka Chopra of Quantico, and comedian Russell Peters are almost household names. We are also seeing more politicians of Indian origins in government offices, such as Bobby Jindal, former governor of Louisiana, Nikki Haley, governor of South Carolina, and Donald Trump's nominee for UN ambassador, and Dr. Seema Verma, Donald Trump's nominee for administrator of Medicare and Medicaid services. In light of the sheer numbers and relative affluence of Indian Americans in the United States, we as a community have the ability to contribute significantly to this great country. Indeed, we have a lot to be proud of. But at the same time, let's face it, we also have the same challenges as anyone else living in this country. We are seeing a rise in desi divorce rates, we are seeing more bankruptcies within the Indian community, and many of our retirees have found themselves insufficiently prepared for the retirement years and living off Social Security benefits and relying on Medicaid for healthcare support. I would also have to say that only a small percentage of our community has done any long-term care planning. Some of the things we will be discussing in this book are challenges we all have to face sometime in our life. For example, we will discuss the Indian American mindset and what we value in Chapter 1. In Chapter 2, we will discuss our relationship with money and what we need to keep in mind while planning our retirement. In Chapter 3, we will discuss the seven biggest hurdles in retirement, including longevity, inflation, taxes, Social Security, and Medicare. In Chapter 4, we will discuss the four biggest lessons learned from the crash of 2008. As a side note, some interesting things happened to me while I was writing this book. For one, I was involved in a motorcycle accident. In fact, a part of this book was typed with just one hand because my right hand was in a splint for some time. In Chapter 5, I'll share with you the six biggest insurance lessons that came to me while I was sitting in an emergency room in a CAT scan scanner. As we go along, I will share not only some of our challenges, but also some solutions. I will introduce the tools of retirement and estate planning and how you can use them to your benefit. From chapter 6 to 12, we will also discuss the needs of the wealthy in our community. The wealthy have done a great job creating and accumulating wealth. 
but many haven't planned their estates properly with the use of wills and trusts. Many of the wealthy in our community may find that a significant portion of their wealth will go to pay estate taxes unless they take some action to help minimize the effect. In the estate planning section, chapter 13 and 14, we will discuss the basic estate planning that we all should have in place, as well as the importance of wills, power of attorneys, and living wills. In chapter 14, advanced estate planning, we will discuss some of the problems and solutions faced by multimillionaires, including how to reduce or eliminate estate taxes, some of the challenges of estate planning for non-U.S. citizens, and the threats to your children and grandchildren, and some ideas to help you accomplish your charitable and philanthropic goals. While I was writing this book, I also had an idea of doing an audio program called The Money Talk for Teens to be recorded at the same time as the audio version of this book. So I created a survey of 12 questions and reached out to thousands of clients and friends from around the world in various professions, age groups, and wealth levels. I asked them for their input on the best advice they'd gotten on money and what advice they'd give to their teenagers. The responses I got were fascinating and included many perspectives I hadn't even considered. I have incorporated some of that data in this book as well, and I think you will find it very interesting. The Money Talk for Teens is available on Amazon, iTunes, and other online retailers, but as another token of my appreciation, I would like to offer you a free download of the program on our website at rajeshjyotishi.com, which is R-A-J-E-S-H. J-Y-O-T-I-S-H-I dot com, where you can also subscribe to my email newsletter for important timely articles on finances, and you will also receive invitations for free educational webinars that we conduct on a periodic basis. After my first survey got such a great response, I decided to do a second survey to find out your thoughts on retirement planning, estate planning, and long-term care. The data received from that survey was also fascinating, and I have included some of the survey questions and answers throughout this book as we talk about those subjects. The 10 questions asked in the survey on retirement and estate planning are as follows. What are your two biggest worries when it comes to retirement? Do you plan on working in your retirement years? Do you plan on retiring in the United States? Do you feel you have saved enough for retirement? What is the most important thing you look for in an investment product? Do you have a long-term care plan in place for health care costs in retirement? Have you done your estate planning? Do you plan on living with your children in retirement? Do you know how much money you will need for retirement? And what areas do you need the most education in, whether it be retirement planning, estate planning, insurance planning, tax planning, long-term care, or charitable giving? I would also suggest that if you're a man who makes the primary financial decisions in your house, that you also share this book with your spouse. Because in our community, as well as many other communities, women are often left in the dark when it comes to family finances. In the event of a husband's death or disability, the surviving spouse is left with limited knowledge of where everything is, and in many cases, that proves to be an additional traumatic experience on top of the loss of a loved one. The Money Talk 
represents the most important financial lessons that I have learned over the last 25 years as an insurance agent and financial planner while serving the Indian community. I guess you can say this book is part memoir, part practical knowledge, and part my personal money philosophy and outlook on things that matter the most. I have tried to make this an interesting read for you, with interesting stories from my past, quotes from famous personalities, and case studies and examples that you may be able to relate to. There are often multiple ways to get from point A to point B. And who is to say what is right and what is wrong? We all have our own money philosophy that we live by, and I totally respect you for yours. My intention is to expand your knowledge and give you some food for thought while you plan out your future. I hope you find this book interesting, inspiring, and thought-provoking as you make your way through this thing called life. And if I can help you in any way, please feel free to contact me. I would love to hear from you and what you thought about this book. You are also welcome to connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our website at rajeshjyotishi.com.